Today is one of those days where I want to nerd out a little bit. And I hope it's why many of you listen to this podcast is because we're not beholden to any particular topic or view. I really, really want to unpack something that I think is way more complex than people understand. Right now, throughout the continent of Africa, you will find widespread support, not just among politicians, but among everyday people for Vladimir Putin. Widespread support, online, offline. And I need to explain it. The United Nations had a major vote about a year ago about the role of Russia in Ukraine. And a ton of African nations just abstained from voting altogether because, you know, they they support Vladimir Putin. And in a lot of ways that you probably don't understand, he supports them. And Russia has a history of support on the continent that most Americans don't get. So I just want to unpack and explain it. I loathe Vladimir Putin, would never support the man but need you to understand why American politics and African politics are not the same. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. I'm reading now a ton of think pieces and long editorials about the popularity. And I I think that's what we have to call it. The popularity of Vladimir Putin throughout Africa, throughout the continent, top to bottom, east to west. It's not universal. I mean, there there, there are no universal truths in politics. I mean, of course, there are people throughout the continent that don't like him and, and whatever. But. Right now, my guess is is he has a pretty high approval rating. And I, you know, I read another article today about it and I've been seeing this. I mean, as soon as Russia invaded Ukraine, I started seeing African, young African leaders, not presidents and like young organizers and activists saying they supported it. And I was like, hold on. Okay. Let me, I was scratching my head. Like, let me understand what's going on here. Because by by that time, it wasn't like they had been touched by some uh, propaganda. They already supported Putin before the invasion. And because they support him when he did the invasion, you know, they continue to support him. And now since then, yes, there's been a lot of propaganda, but the world is full of propaganda. The United States is putting propaganda out each and every day. All of us regularly fall victim to propaganda. And normally when you fall victim to it, you don't know it from the Democratic Party, from the Republican Party, from mainstream news. It's out there. It's everywhere. And often what we think we know about the world, particularly on issues of foreign policy here in the United States, is propaganda. And and let me let me even be a little more brutal. It's lies. We end up believing a lot of B.S., about the ugliness the United States continues to do all over the world. And we're fed lies about it. And everyday Americans believe those lies, often because they don't have access to the truth. They don't know the truth. 
And if you told it to them, they probably still wouldn't believe it because they've fallen victim to a deep level of propaganda. In some ways, I think that's true throughout the continent of Africa, but it's not just propaganda. There is, I'm seeing the propaganda about particularly Russia's, Russia's role in Ukraine. I'm seeing the propaganda that's being fed to Africans and it's wild, but you need to understand that it's not just the propaganda. Russia supported many African countries during colonization, supported South Africa during apartheid when so many countries wouldn't. And so there's this kind of long history of of Russia supporting African countries that goes back generations. They were supporting African revolutionaries against white colonizers. They were supporting African freedom fighters in South Africa against the white supporters of apartheid. And so there's this history of saying, hey, we think we can trust this country. We think we can trust its leaders. But not only that, Russia and other nations is investing a lot of money in Africa. And I don't mean charity, like into businesses and infrastructure. And uh, China is doing the same thing on a huge, huge level. And we could talk about that for days and days. But what you'll see throughout the continent of Africa is because of the deep investment of China, because of the deep investment of Russia into Africa, they view Russia and China very differently. Because they're not Americans. Their lived experience is different. I have huge critiques of Russia's, I'm doing air quotes, quote unquote, investment into Africa. Huge critiques of what they really, truly want in return. Critiques of the quality of their work. There's a lot of stuff that I could critique, but you need to understand that they, Russia and China and other countries, They're doing things in Africa that the United States and U.S. businesses aren't. Russia has supported Africa in ways that the United States has not. And because of that, you're going to see people saying, like, listen, I support Vladimir Putin. A lot. I see it all throughout the continent. Presidents. And it's coming to a head because there is about to be a major conference in South Africa. And in this conference, every head of state that is represented there, every country rather, is supposed to have its head of state represented there. And Russia has already committed to being there. And Vladimir Putin, as the head of state, is supposed to be at this conference in South Africa. But the International Criminal Court at The Hague has issued a warrant for this man's arrest, Vladimir Putin's arrest, and South Africa is a participant nation, unlike the United States, is a participant nation in the International Criminal Court. And when you are a participant nation and a warrant is issued for someone's arrest, 
If you know that that person is entering your country, you are supposed to exercise that warrant and arrest that person. I want to unpack and explain this right after the break. We'll be right back. I, I said something a moment ago, just very quickly, but it's, it, it bears repeating. There is an international criminal court, and I'm glad, I'm very glad there's an international criminal court. It is designed to hold violators of human rights, human rights law, uh, of, of war crimes, of genocide. It's designed to hold the worst people in the world accountable for their crimes. And we need something like that. And it is highly suspect. This is what I said just a moment ago. Highly suspect that the United States says, hey, we're not going to participate in that thing. <laughs> like, why the hell not? Well, the United States isn't going to participate in it because the United States, again, you might not believe this because you've been fed so much BS. The United States has tons of war criminals that have committed atrocious war crimes. But the United States is not a participant nation. They refuse to participate. And just recently, a warrant for the arrest of Vladimir Putin for human rights violations that he definitely committed. Russia is literally stealing children from Ukraine and shipping them all over the country and keeping those kids. And they openly admit to it and say they're going to continue to do it. You know, they have reasoning like they say, well, no, 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 we're rescuing these kids. These kids are going to be uh, Nazis. You know, this is a, a line that they use. Like we're rescuing them. We're not we're not kidnapping them. They're kidnapping these kids. I, I, the evidence is abundant and Russia doesn't deny it. And when the International Criminal Court issued that warrant. Everyone knew Vladimir Putin had already committed to going to South Africa before the warrant was issued. And there's a huge question right now because, you know, Putin has significant support in South Africa. And again, Russia is, you know, has a history, particularly in South Africa, fighting against apartheid, but also investing in businesses and other things. It's like, OK, is South Africa, which is a member nation of the International Criminal Court. Are they going to honor that warrant or are they going to pretend like it never exists and stick with their homie? Highly complicated. And we, you know, we just have to understand that the politics of the world, um, everybody doesn't view Putin like Americans, like, like most Americans do. And everybody doesn't view the United States like most Americans do. But the people in the U.S. are exposed so little to international issues that the average American IQ on all of this is like microscopic. And it causes us to misunderstand so much of what's happening in the world. I have no idea what South Africa is going to do. They have not really said anything clear one way or another. They're kind of 
floating in the middle because it's complicated. This man is their friend. What do you say? Yes, we'll arrest him if he comes. Well, clearly, if you say that, he won't come. What do you say? We're not going to arrest him. Well, what are you going to do? Bow out of the International Criminal Court? I think South Africa is probably hoping that Putin just doesn't come. That's my educated guess. To save them from having to make a decision that I know they don't want to make. Listen, I've got to run. Love, 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 and appreciate all of you. It's Thursday. We're past hump day. It's almost the weekend. Listen, if you aren't a member yet of the North Star, I need you to go now to thenorthstar.com and please, please, please join today. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum. 